Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. 
Imagine this, you're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. Each one of us has the ability to change someone, touch someone, and impact their lives. And in the words of Neil Gaiman, leave the world a bit different for your having been here. When you create something that didn't exist before, you change the world. When somebody has an experience that they never had before because they met you, you change the world. And it doesn't matter if you do it for an audience of one or reach an audience of millions. Everybody has a story worth telling, including you. It's that call to adventure, that first step that's the start of every hero's journey. In the first episode of what is probably my favorite TV show of all time, Friday Night Lights, when a tragic event puts his team's season in jeopardy, Coach Eric Taylor says this. Give all of us gathered here tonight the strength to remember that life is so very fragile. We are all vulnerable, and we will all, at some point in our lives, fall. We must carry this in our hearts, that what we have is special, that it can be taken from us, and when it is taken from us, we will be tested. We will be tested to our very souls. We will now all be tested. It is these times, it is this pain, that allows us to look inside ourselves. That is the moment in which backup quarterback Matt Saracen's hero's journey begins. And our choice is to let those moments in our lives inform or define us. I've practiced law for a bunch of years, I think 28 years. But at some point I was just thinking, there's more than this. And I think everybody comes to that, whether you're working at Arby's or a lawyer, doctor, or the person down the street. You just think this might be something I'm able to do, but what is it that I'm made to do? When some people came to Jesus early on, they said, who's the big shot here? Who's the biggest guy? And he said, unless you change and become like a child, you'll never enter the kingdom of God. There's a lot of stuff that I don't understand that I understand, a childlike approach to life. Instead of making it the most complicated thing, make it the simplest thing. Well, I don't think we lose our zest for life. We lose our imagination. And then we end up saying, how did we get here? I was in my mid-20s in Manhattan in the corner office overlooking the entire city. I was making an absurd amount of money. I had an even higher bonus. The only problem was this tiny infinitesimal problem I had in my life, which was I hated my life. And I hated everything that I had been doing up until that point. My boss uh, calls me into his, his office and this was it. 
He told me, hey, you got this promotion we've been talking about. Uh, obviously, it came with a pay raise. It came with more kind of credence, more everything. In a finance game in New York City, it basically meant that I'm minted. As long as I shut the fuck up and follow the rules for the next 40 years, I'm going to be straight. I'm good financially, which is that game that I was involved in. I kind of took this news and I walked out of his office and I walked back into my own, which is right down the hall. I sat there and I wept and I wept for a long time. Man. I saw a vision myself then as a 70 year old man looking back at me at that moment, mourning the glory of this life that could have been. And that was it. My life was scripted and it was finished. And this somber, bone-chilling depression hit me. And it had been building up for quite some time. And as I sat with that for quite a few moments, nothing else had ever occurred into my mind. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it ju I just snapped. And this one thought occurred to me. You always have a choice. I took the elevator down the street. When I hit the street, that was the first time in my adult life that I recognized that I was free. And everything that I've done from here on out, all of that was born not from a desire to start a company or to leave one company to another. I wasn't smart like that. I was just evacuating a life plan gone horribly wrong to pursue a life of intention, of meaning and purpose, and a life that at the very least was flamboyantly mine. You can't go the extra mile until you first traverse the essential mile, right? So if you want to travel 100 miles, you still have to traverse the first mile. You still have to walk the first block. So I don't see the idea of starting small as something that is mutually exclusive with going big. In fact, I see it the other way around. The people who get stuck in life are not the people who start small. The people who get stuck in life are the people who don't start at all because they're too busy condemning themselves for not being able to do the ideal version on day one. In any hero's journey, there's an abyss, one that will put your resolve and commitment to the test. There will be moments when all is lost, moments when you want to quit, and moments when you feel like you've hit rock bottom. So what do we do when our hearts are broken Hope is lost, and pain feels as if it will never end. When you have a hardship in your life, the first thing you have to do is you have to admit, maybe I'm not a teacher. Maybe I'm not successful at X. I thought I was successful. Maybe I was really successful at being a real estate agent, but really, when I'm honest, that was only because the market was hot. Maybe I'm actually not that good at it. The first thing we have to do is write out or acknowledge all the things we identify ourselves as. And we have to start reinterpreting that. We have to start by saying, no, I'm actually just performing the duties of that. I am not that. Then we have to decide, do I still wanna be that? Should I still be that? Am I capable of still being that? And we have to get super, super honest with ourselves about it. And it really helps when we have people around us, again, where we have these safe environments, where we have smart, intelligent, experienced people that can give us feedback on that. The second thing you have to do is you have to ask yourself, what do I want to be? What's been waiting in the wings? What have I always wanted to do? What do I wish I could do? So you've got that list. Now you have to say, out of all these things, what's the possibility that I could do this? And what's the probability 
I can do this. This is not a flip a switch type scenario. This is a process and it goes in three phases. The first is you have to let go of things. You cannot reach a new place without letting go of the current place you're at. If you're reinventing yourself, you have to let go. You have to decide I'm no longer a baker. That's a tough thing to do, but it's necessary to let go of that to reinvent yourself. So to make sure that temporary circumstances doesn't become a permanent reality, if that phase of your life is truly over, let go of the relationship, let go of the job, let go of the persona, let go of the Twitter account or the Facebook page, let go of the the parents, if you're, if you're too attached to them, whatever you are attached to that will prevent you from reaching the new thing, you have to let go. And that's one of the toughest things for a human being to do because we become so attached to labels and consistency and comfort. You cannot go any further than that which you are attached to. You just can't. So if you want to go to a new place, let go. We have a principle in Ayurveda of like increases like. And so the more positive choices we make, the more positive choices we can make and that we're inspired and strengthened to make. So it's really just about taking that first step and really following or committing to something that excites you, that motivates you. And it's all about connecting with the sun because when we wake up before the sun, we're able to see that transition from darkness to light. And I think there's something so deeply healing to the human psyche about seeing that happen because it's a reminder to us that like the darkness is temporary and it passes and gives way for the light of the sun and of the day, so too do these dark habits and destructive patterns and thoughts that we have only have a temporary existence. If you're in a dark place, just take one grain of what I'm saying now. Just believe me for a nanosecond that really there is a divine order to things. Every single disappointment, and I've had some significant ones, every failure, every heartbreak, everything that I went after vigorously that didn't turn out, thank God. I was spared some kinds of destiny. I think you need to clear the trauma from the past. You need to reconcile childhood stuff. You need to reconcile failures you've had as an adult. And you need to clean that out so that you can just create space to be present. So that's the hard work. That's the work that a lot of us don't want to do because it can be so difficult. You just find a good therapist and you just scrape that stuff out. And you don't stop. And you push and you cry and you breathe. And you love yourself so deeply that you're going to get to the other side. You strive without attaching your sense of self-worth to attainment of the goal so that you can be okay. So we strive because there's meaning and purpose in the striving. We strive because magic shit happens when we strive. But when we fail, we remember that we tried. And we pick ourselves up and we dust ourselves off and we try again. And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. To me, that's much more glorious than perfect attainment of every single wish, dream, and goal. 
That's the power of equanimity. We pad our resumes, pour our hearts, souls, energy, time, and money into our businesses, passions, and people we love. But sometimes we have to stop and ask ourselves if we're climbing a ladder that's leaning against the wrong wall, using someone else's map to reach the destination of our dreams, chasing false horizons that leave us empty and unfulfilled no matter how many accolades we receive, how many followers we have, or how much money we make. Nobody can define success for us. It's up to us to come up with our own definition of success and choose a worthy goal. What if everything we've been taught about money and making it is just all wrong? What if success as defined by modern society is really nothing more than a recipe for disconnection from self and others, community, life overall? What if instead of always looking for more, which is part of the American dream, you can fill in the blank, whether it's more money, more fame, more status, more house, more car, we focused on optimizing our own definition of enough. That could have such a huge impact on the planet just from a variety of different global climate change issues if we weren't consuming as much. But more importantly, I think it would have a huge impact on our happiness. Any form of control is ultimately an illusion because we're human and we don't have all the information. We're not nature, right? We're not divine. There's a piece of us that's divine, but we are just a piece of divinity. We're not nature itself. We don't have all of the information. My favorite analogy on control is we humans, when we think we're controlling our lives, we're like a little kid in the grocery store who's driving the plastic car on the front of the shopping cart, thinking that we're driving the car. And then meanwhile, the mom is pushing the cart and being like, oh, look how adorable my son thinks he's driving. And I think that's how God looks at humans, think we're white knuckling our lives. And we're like, I'm controlling, I'm gonna, turn, I'm gonna sell this many books, I'm gonna make the New York Times and I'll get married at this age. Fall in love with the basics, fall in love with what it's like to get a sentence. I watch the ink come out of the brush and lay on the page wet in the sunshine. What it feels like to nail a piece when you're playing the piano, when you finally get this bar. Fall in love with the real basics, the feeling it gives you when you're doing it. Getting attached to an outcome that is out of our control actually undermines our work. And when social media came along, basically what it did was it said to 250 million people, guess what, you're a celebrity, you're a media company, here's a microphone. And in the face of that glaring spotlight, people said, I'm freaking out, please tell me how to do well on this test. So we ended up with this cycle of Me Too and Ditto and following and doing what everyone before you did, even though the successes are the ones that no one expected that when Amanda Palmer showed up on Kickstarter and earned more than a million dollars in 30 days, she did it by breaking all the rules, not by following all of them. You've made it, reached the top of the mountain, built the pinnacle of success. But here's the rub. The circle of life is a hero's journey that never ends, not a ladder with rungs. And the next level of accomplishment, significance, and fulfillment is an illusion. It's interesting, and I think 
sort of humbling and, and revealing, right? I've gotten to publish books that I've wanted to write. They've had influence in circles that I couldn't have imagined. I, I get to do the profession that I dreamed about doing that, that literally millions of other people would kill to have the opportunity to do. So in some respects, you might think he wakes up and, and all he feels is, is that awesome and that he's amazing and that he's achieved all this. Of course, nobody does that. All you think about is like the breaks that you didn't get or how other people have sold more or how, you know, there's some next level that you're trying to get to. You can take two things from that. One, you can go, so, okay, I don't feel good because I haven't broken into that next level. So I just have to keep going. I'm almost there. And that's what a lot of people do. They make it to first base, they hit a single and they go, oh, that was great. But like hitting a home run, that's what it is. Then they hit a home run and then they go, ah, it's a grand slam. That's what it is. No, it's hitting a grand slam in a World Series, right? And, oh, it's it's signing the biggest contract in baseball. So you can see how that belief drives a lot of accomplishment because instead of ever being happy, they keep going. So it is good in the aggregate, but on the individual level, the truth is that it's a lie. The idea that just on the other side of that hill, that your happiness will finally be given to you. Because the truth is you can't fix an internal problem with an external accomplishment. There's no amount of accomplishment that's gonna make you feel great about yourself. You're always gonna have these doubts. And so if you wanna work on that, you have to you have to step off the train a little bit and realize, oh, it's not that that's not worth going towards. It's not that it's not cool to be president. It's that being president isn't fundamentally going to address the spiritual or emotional problems that I have. There are people out there that are wiser than I, and those individuals might, might have been able to figure out this situation prior to being in it, like I was. But if I'm honest, I needed that moment in order to recognize the fact that I did this to myself. But the greatest verity in that, this sage wisdom that came from that, which we all know at different points in life that came about for me, is the fact that you always have a choice. You always have a fucking choice. The most important fucking thing that I learned on that day was this life is mine and that it is my one and only. When the subtlety and the profundity and the reality of that statement seeps into your fucking bones, and when it ceases to be esoteric, poetic, hippie bullshit, when the pragmatism and the practicality of the fact that you're gonna fucking die, you're going to die. This is what you have, this is it. This is what we have right now. All that baggage that we have of people that told us what losers we were gonna be in our life, all that completely gets faded away in the fact that this is it. You're going to die. The whole quest in life is one of discovering that innate divinity, that innate connection that we have with that universal, creative, timeless force that is out there. And there are certain practices that can help take us there and one life may be enough or it may not. And if it's not, then there is the afterlife, which is that after a while, you come back and you're reincarnated because life is cool 
And the goal is to help advance your consciousness to get to that place. And you'll keep recycling ultimately until you get there. And along the way, while we may not have memories of our past lives, there is this thing called karma, which is the connective tissue between our past, our present and our future. Reincarnation as a vehicle through which to give us a second chance and a third chance and keep us growing and karma as that connective tissue. Tell your story, not because it will make you rich, famous, or successful, but because it's worth telling. Follow your curiosity, regardless of where it takes you, and remember that every dead end is a detour in disguise. And claim the birthright of your creativity, because you are unmistakable. If you've been a long-time listener, your support means everything to us. This work wouldn't be possible without you. And if you're new to the show, welcome to our universe. Today, we want to ask you for a little bit of help. Share our show with someone that you love, share it on social media, or leave us a review. It's not something that we ask for very often, but it would make a massive difference in our hero's journey if you share this episode with just one person. And take a photo from wherever you're listening, tag us on Instagram, and tell us about your hero's journey. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World, and this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration 
into the human skills that AI can't touch, the skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.